I so appreciate your spontaneity and, and that you sound like nothing has happened that has been really annoying, which it has. Acting, darling. A- acting. acting. I know. So, okay, I know that you have a rant about Periscope mm-hmm. or that you've been, you know, you told me a little bit about it. Uh, and I do as well. And really... It comes down to this. Okay, so let's let's set the scene of what just happened. Well, actually, this entire thing. So I, con- I considered I considered doing a periscope of me or or prepping for um, for she podcasts today. That's what I considered yesterday, and then okay. today I woke up in the morning and Randy was not feeling very well. Mm-hmm. And so he's upstairs, uh, lying down on the bed, where is, which that's usually where I record. And so now I have to record in the bathroom. And so I was like, well, obviously the periscope is out because I'm not right. going to do this. Show your bathroom. Yeah. And yeah. it's just yeah. so annoying. And so I'm here and then I had to reset everything even when we're on the call. And it's just, it's not interesting whatsoever. And my hair is a mess and I'm sitting in the... T- I'm sitting in front of the toilet. Yeah. You know? Your hair, I have a hard time believing that's a mess. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's just the whole concept of it is really stressing me out and might as well keep going. So I did a yeah, periscope. Yeah, as well. I, I did a periscope for Libsyn um, and I thought, you know what? We have this, we, ha- we gave away a ticket for podcast movement. And, um, I thought, oh, why not give it away live? That's a great Periscope to have, right? To have the community see that we're picking their names and it's going to make everybody excited, blah, blah, blah. Great Periscope. Okay. All right. So I go, you know, put my hair up. I put a little bit of makeup on. I'm like, where can I do this? Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I set up a table outside, really great, beautiful lighting. It's very pretty outside. So I'm like, awesome. So I go do that. And in the process of me going to get my iPhone, somebody starts mowing the lawn. Oh, for course. I know. And so I'm like, great. So then after that, I had to waste time trying to figure out where in the world to record in my house that didn't look like it was in the middle of the kitchen. Like, I don't have any like little spaces that look, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm like, oh, here's a yellow wall right on my hallway, kind of like going upstairs and staircase. This is decent. The lighting mm-hmm. sucked, but I tried, you know, I'm like, okay, so I kind of set it up so that I didn't look so bad in that lighting in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I put it up on the little tripod and everything, and I framed myself pretty well. Okay, I can do this. This this is cool. I can do it right here. So then I start to do the thing, and then for some reason, the framing is off. Like when your Periscope comes on, it's not the same as your phone. So I sort of prepped myself using the iPhone's camera so that mm-hmm. I could frame myself. But then when Periscope comes on, that's not what you see. It's different. It's closer and there's even worse lighting. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not good lighting for sure. I didn't even notice that, but you're right. So then there's that. And so then I was like, oh, great. Now I look like I'm half haggard. My hair, like it just didn't look well. And then I'm in the middle of it. And then May decides to come into the equation. <laughs> and she refuses to leave because she was not with me. She was playing happily away from me. But it was like saying, you know, magnet. And then she's in me. And then she decides she wants to show her feet. So she starts kicking her feet up, trying.
trying to put her foot on the camera because she doesn't realize that it's being, obviously she doesn't even understand what that is, that it's being broadcast. She only sees herself. So because okay. she sees herself, she thinks it's like some kind of mirror and she wants to put her foot up. She thinks it's funny. Oh, for She's wearing a dress. Yeah. She's not wearing panties. And so I am wow. trying to drive her f- dress down as she's sticking her leg in. And I'm trying to not be like crazy mother, get out of my face, which is what I, what I want to say. And say so like, listen, get out of here right now. Right. <laughs> That's what I want to say. But I'm live for Libsyn. Yeah. yeah. So I can't do that. I have to go, hee, hee, stay away, little girl, you know, something like that. And I was just like, this is just so not worth it. So not worth it. And I couldn't even get the information. Well, I mean, I did announce the winner and everything, but I wanted to also promote this like new upcoming webinar that we have a podcasting quick start. It's another one of just like lips, how to use lips in and everything. I was just so, after that, I was so irritated. It was just like, it's too much. It's too much trouble for that to happen for anyway that's my I mean, rant yeah i was just playing with it and i turned it on and happened to be like periscoping while i was trying to give isaac a nap and he keeps like waking up and then also when he does finally wake up he yeah he pulled my shirt up on periscope and oh everyone saw like i mean not my boobs but yeah right. like my bra was coming out and it was it was enough <laughs> i'm i'm with you that it was enough um and so it's not even that that bothers me. What bugs me is that, like, uh, I just feel like right now there's too many people on there trying to tell me how to u- use it. In fact, let me just open it up so I can show you, like, the last, the most recent periscopes. Um, and not only is it people who are live, but it's people who want me to watch other people who are live, which I also, uh, it's so annoying. So it's like, Kimra Luna, what I learned from Gary V last night, and then, um, the little things that keep me going, um, her power hustle. This is entrepreneurship, even though there's no crying in baseball. This week's challenge, right types of photos for memory keeping. Like, stop teaching me stuff. Like, watch two grown men sweat. That sounds interesting. Spy on my English class. Absolutely. That sure. sounds good. I see. Yeah. I, I the way that's, that I wanted. That's, that's what I want to see. Me too. If you're, in, you're in South Africa. Show me the view from your hotel window. Yeah. I don't care about guest blogging. Stop teaching me stuff on Periscope because I can learn that everywhere else. Periscope is supposed to be about seeing what you're doing right that second. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. And, I, and that's, that's kind of it. one of the reasons that I wanted to kind of do like the preparation that I do before we get on she podcast because it's so mundane and i think it's kind of interesting sometimes when people have their points of view of of, of what we do behind the scenes and but then to, but then it becomes like super super stressful it's like there's really no interesting stuff that i can show you here really mm. and then when i went i actually did a periscope where we walked down my mountain basically and good. I showed everything and everybody and you know what the questions I was getting was what? turn turn it around let's see your face let's see oh, your face and I was like for god's sake I'm not here to show myself like I just I didn't think that I was the I was only showing you how beautiful everything is and look yeah. at how my house up there and that's our deck and it's it's gorgeous up here I think it's beautiful so I walked around and I thought it was but that was like the biggest question I got over and over Turn the turn the camera around. Let's see your face. <laughs> yeah, 
You know, the thing is, um, like, there are some people I know who are doing a good job doing it. I just wish if you are going to show your face and teach me a lesson, you would at least be in an interesting environment and not just show me, like, your curtains behind you. I don't know. I just I feel like I can see that stuff anywhere. Like, I would go to YouTube for that or Vine. or I know Vine's only six seconds. I guess I wouldn't go to Vine. But, like, I don't know. I just – I. I feel like every time there's something new that's cool, it gets crushed by people trying to sell me stuff. And I just want to see, like, like if you're in Texas, like, show me your house, show me your yard, sit in your backyard. That's what I like about, you know, videos like that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, do it from bed, do it from the kitchen, do it from, I don't know, your doghouse, anywhere, anywhere yeah. but in front of your curtains, because I can see that anywhere, I, yeah. I I agree, and and I think that's one of the reasons I haven't done it before, you know, and yeah, or 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 again, and in addition to what you're saying, it it is really also about the extra time that I have. Like I said, like I was really ready to do it. I had a perfect setting, but there's so many variables to doing video that are not there. I feel for doing audio, like right now. Like I, I shared, of course, that I'm in the bathroom, but you will forget that. You will forget that when you're listening and you can kind of, you know, you can deal with it. You can, it can still be what it usually is. But yeah. if you're doing a video, like I said, like even the light, like the lighting in there was just so heinous. And all of a sudden <laughs> I thought that I had done, I put my hair up so it wouldn't look like such a huge mess. And of course, because of the lighting there, it looked like all, it was, it would look like a much a huge, huger mess. And it's not that I and I think it was my biggest concern wasn't that like it's not that I'm so vain like if it would have been on my own personal uh, Twitter account and I was periscoping as myself it's mm-hmm. a whole it's a it's a totally different thing I would have cared less the lighting the hair whatever it's whatever but this was for Libsyn you know and I just was like Jesus that was just it looks like I'm a haggard person this is for a business and I thought that it was okay and it wasn't. And then I just doubted myself because, you know, there's one thing to be transparent for a business and there's another one to just look unprofessional. You know, I think there's a different, there's a difference in that. And I just was like, this totally sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I mean, I I need, you know, it also requires you to, for me to wear makeup all the time or my lenses all the time that I put on my lenses thinking I'm going to periscope today. And then I look at my computer and I can't see diddles because like my, like I haven't had my (laughs) eyes checked since before I would probably since like two years before I was pregnant, which now is probably three years and you have to do it at least two years. And I have the eyesight of a 70 year old man. So like I have terrible, terrible eyesight. And so, um, I can see enough to be vain, but not enough to like work. So now it's like, do I see enough to work and blink the whole day, but I can do Periscope or do I, you know, say forget Periscope and just see what I'm doing? Seems like a no brainer, but I had to think about it. And then, (laughs) and so I just decided, um, this is going to have to be like, it's just too much effort or I have to look like a hag. Those are my choices. Dude. I hear you. It's like, I'm telling you, it's it's just way too much. It's way too much. Maybe Periscope isn't really for you know, people who podcast because they don't want to show their face like me. Maybe. Like some people podcast because they don't, you know, because it's just another medium. I podcast so that I don't have to get dressed. <laughs> I'm just one of those people. And so therefore, I still, therefore, I still don't want to get dressed. <laughs> me too. Believe yeah. me. 
I think that yes, and I agree, and I and I do believe, and I know you know what, ladies, if you do, and I know that there's a big thread on the She Podcasts group about how amazing it is, and how all these Twitter followers are following you, and more people are opting into your list, and it just for me, it it I'm really not interested in and leveraging it. It's like you know what, I haven't posted anything to any social media for like what feels like a year. Yeah, I'm so in the in like. I, we have so many things that we've been working on that I'd rather focus my attention on that yeah. right now to create that content. My Instagram is a lonely <laughs> desert. So is mine. And I was so gung-ho about it. And then now it's I'm just, like, eh. How, yeah. How can you do it? It's too much my, my, It's too much work. It, yeah. If it's not baby pictures, yes, exactly. it's dead. I know. So I can either bombard you with baby, cute as he is. Or, you know, but it's not relevant to what I'm doing. And again, with yes. podcasting, not a lot of visuals. Nope. So until I can, you know, do an audio on there with just my ugly face as the, you know what I mean? Like I'll have to do a video with, you know, you know what? I could put, I wonder if Boss Jock, not to get all advertising. Yeah. Cause we're going to do a little bit more, well, but let yeah. Me think about this for a second. Could I put a photo or video, um, in front of something that I tape on Boss yes, and you then can. make a video for Instagram. Yes, My clamors, can. for example. Yes, you can. Seventeen second clamor. Yes, you add can. it to Boss Jock Junior. Upload it to Instagram. Yes, you then can. I'm. Gosh, I'm smart. You then are I'm super using, smart. I'm smart because I didn't even mean to do a sponsor spot right there, and yet <laughs> here we are. <laughs> No, that's, that would be something that you could totally do because yeah. the only thing that you would have to do is that I boss talk. the clamor somehow. You can very, yeah. Well, that would be super easy do to do because you can export it to different ways. You can export it as an MOV for Instagram. You can export your clamors? You can export from Boss Jock as an MOV. Yes. You'd have to record it in Boss Jock. Yes. And then you, you can export it. that. I'm sorry. Export. Expo yeah. Export. And pull but, it into Clamor. Import. Yes. yes. Clamor. Yeah. 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 As yeah, an yeah. MP3. But I'd have to tape it in Boss Jock. Yes. You yes. Would. Okay. That makes sense. So you hear that, guys? You tape in Boss Jock 17 seconds, upload it to Clamor and export it to um, Instagram as video. Yep. Ba -ba -ba -ba! There you have it. And video, I know. And then I think Instagram is 15 seconds. So you're going to have to cut it, sadly. But still. Oh, really? I know. It's annoying. So yeah, Instagram. I barely is get out what I need to get out in, in eight. <laughs> yeah, and what they give me. I'm speaking like I, my ass is on fire in there. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Oh my God. All right. So why don't we, so the podcast movement, dude, is like, we'll see the ladies at the end of this week. I'm literally leaving in three days on Thursday. Yes. I will be there at 2 PM. If anyone else is there Thursday night, maybe we can have dinner or something. Uh, I'm going to be there too late, but I'm yes. not talking to you. Oh, oh to sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know when you'll be there. It's always too late. And plus, you don't want to have dinner anyway. You usually like to just be by yourself until you have to be with everybody else. You are right. So thank you. I can you. barely get you to text me when we're at a conference. <laughs> You're just like, I'm talking to other people. Don't bother me. I don't want to see or look at you or hear your voice because I've been bombarded yeah. by strangers all day. What's your name again? I don't even know you. That's Elsie. That's my Elsie impression at a conference. <laughs> 
Oh God! Oh you're lucky. God. I don't, you're lucky. I'm not a sensitive girl. No, you're also. not, dude. I don't get my feelings hurt easily, <laughs> and I, and I, you know, I relate on some level, and I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm independent. I'm not a clingy friend. Yeah, but you have to all, remember all good things for Elsie. All good things for me. Absolutely perfect. But no, dude, I did not mean to not respond to your text. We talked about this. I was I'm bombarded. Joking. I know. No, I know you're joking. I'm just saying, dude. Don't text Elsie. <laughs> during the day at a conference no because she elsie just so you guys know she'll be manning the libsyn booth most of the time she doesn't attend really sessions unless she has like special permission to leave the booth from rob or whoever is uh, also leading the booth and she's really good at that part and i think you enjoy it too it's just that it really does for an introverted person and you know for vocal cords in general it really does weigh you down so that at the end of the day you just kind of like have to be by yourself like i see elsie like at the end of the conference Packing her stuff, going to her hotel room, and just sitting there naked, shoving chocolate. <laughs> like that's what I see, just from like the stress, like just just like a chocolate IV, naked, maybe in the bathtub. I'm not sure because it just must be like you're because you're just being bombarded all day with oh my God. questions you have to answer and stuff about podcasting or people who have heard our show. I mean, now it's probably several fold. Yeah, I'm sure it's like yoga people who like your show and then people who like this show and then people who are interested in Libsyn and then asking questions about Libsyn and then asking you about sessions and then getting off on, you know, uh, philosophical topics about podcasting. Cause that happens to me at podcasting events. It must happen to you. Totally. No, and you're totally right. right. And, and it was all, I was like very, very perfect that visual that you painted. Although yes. I do have a little extra stuff because I have sesame oil that I use. Yo, perfect. I, I put it all over my body. I go chocolate. in the bath and then I eat chocolate. So it's like, what? That girl is so funny. weird. I, that was a complete guess, by the way. <laughs> I was just guessing. You, I just see you sitting Indian style naked like an aborigine in the forest. <laughs> you like shoving chocolate in your face and like watching TV since you don't have it at home, like putting on the crappiest TV you can find. Or even just static. Oh my god! <laughs> the static, or like a fireplace going. I, I always end up with like watching the Weather Channel because I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, I'm right. so overwhelmed with like the choices. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I'll yeah. just watch da, the weather. Da, 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 da. Sunny today and cloudy tomorrow. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can totally see it. It's hilarious. Wrap oh yourself in a sheet, paint mud on your face. <laughs> just like, should I periscope that? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so, um, yeah. So, oh my God. so not that she's not on when she's on, but when she, but she likes to be off and when it's done, that's all. <laughs> so, I mean, like even just, so anyway, so it's hard to get a hold of her sometimes because she's not looking at her phone, which is fine. Cause you know, you're manning a booth. That's cool. Oh my Whereas God. Whereas on the opposite of a conference, I'm literally on my phone the whole time. At the end of a conference, I don't even know what I've seen. I've only <laughs> seen the screen of my phone because I'm tweeting people. You know, I have to look at videos. I think that was a good session. I'm not sure because I was texting someone else and seeing what they were looking at. Like, I, <laughs> I don't even, I'm like, I'm so multitasking that oh I'm not God. close to being present in the moment. I can't even take it. It's true. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're <laughs> so going to talk about that right now. It's not, oh, it's, right it's a great segue. No, because. Yeah. Because we were talking about, okay, so we'll see you guys at Podcast Movement. Do sign up. Do sign up for our session. If you're already going and you're a woman podcaster, it's such a no-brainer. It's such yeah. a no-brainer. And the deal that you're getting is just off the hook. So yeah. just sign up. Really good. If They still have early bird registration up um, and we're going to be doing hot seats and we're going to be talking about 
um, your content and growing your audience and how to make it into a business, monetizing, et cetera. Um, and we really just want to see you and teach you and learn from you. And it's going to be really fun. Seats are still available. Um, but we were, th- I was thinking about closing them today only because I really want to get all the giveaways and stuff. I got to order that stuff and I don't want all of a sudden 20 people to sign up and me be stuck with my foot, you know, stuck, yeah, totally. stuck, whatever. So anyway, so I may close the seat. So if you're thinking about it, please, please sign up as soon as possible. If you need to change your travel arrangements, um, I'll help you. Oh my God, Jess. <laughs> just let me know. I'm a really good flight Googler and uh, I'll help. Oh so just God. let me know if you want to go, but you've already made your travel arrangements. I'll go, I'll go ahead and I'll fix it all up. I'll even call US Air and bully them into letting you get out without a fee, a change fee. You are so good. I'm going to have you do it for me next time. Mm-hmm. I will. Um, Especially if there's a panel in question. <laughs> Yes, but anyway, anyway, but anyway, so anyway, um, but, but here's what we had a question, uh, asked Miss Liz Kovar actually asked this. She had wanted to have some, uh, podcasting while at a conference tips. So like tips for mobile podcasting. Yeah. And I'm actually, I can't wait to hear these as well because I'm actually going to want to do it this time where normally I don't. Yeah. So this is going to be really great. And I'd love to have your thoughts about this because I, it's because I've attempted and I've done it. So both things have worked for me. Like I've tried and then I haven't done it and then I've done it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is totally different. So first, the first question that you have to ask is what kind of mobile podcasting are you planning to do? And by this, I mean, are you going to do one of the things that people do sometimes where it's like you, you publish post event, meaning you get all of your stuff, which is kind of what happened with us when we were doing Mac voices with Chuck yeah. Joyner. He basically gets all of this, all of these videos, right? He sets them up and then he periodically releases them for in a substantial period of time. I'm not sure if he litters them, meaning like these are all, like all the NMX videos came out at once, or if it's like an NMX video and then a regular Mac voices uh, podcast and then another one. Like, I don't know how, what his plan is, but that's like publishing post event. Now, what that's good for is if you've got, you know, great, it's great for content when you're running low. So this is the kind of stuff that you can really use if you have like, you know, you're going on vacation or you want to have some things in the can to give yourself a break. You can compile some of these together and put them at as a special show and you don't really have to think about it. It's also really great for driving traffic to your website, establishing you as an expert in a more strategic fashion, because I assume the questions that you're going to be asking from the people that your interview have to do with whatever that is that you are an expert in, right? You're going to be gravitating towards those people. So that's that publishing post event. What's really good about that too, is that all you have to really think about that when you are doing those recordings is that you just have to put them away. Like you just have to get the tape and you're done and you move on to the next thing. Then there's also the publish from the event. And so that means that you're basically for the more most or less part, live, right? more or less live. Yes. And you can, of course, periscope it, but you can also, yes, please um, do. <laughs> you can also do this. No, I'm is, actually being serious, but that's okay. I think it's great. To, I think but, it would be good. That I, would be good periscoping. I think I saw that, um, just to like, to show you periscope and, and, and what it could do too. uh, Crystal Connor, who is one of my coworkers and she does a lot of the lips and support. She was, uh, she did, uh, uh, let me see. Was it a, it's kind of like an interview thing that they did over in Pittsburgh where she got a chance to talk about Libsyn and all this kind of stuff. And, and of course I supported her by tweeting things out, but what was really interesting is that the event was 
being uh, simulcast in Google as a Google Hangout Live with all this amazing setup that the guys had there. And then there were about five or six different Periscope streams going on at the same time. So I got a look at that event from so many different angles. It was really cool. It was kind of like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching all that stuff. so You know, Kim Castle mentioned a Periscope meetup that she went to where nobody was talking to the, each other. Oh, how They were all Periscoping, which I thought was hilarious. That is hilarious. That, that could be one of those uh, SNLs. That's a great It's like one. Twitter meetups, right? Yeah. You're just looking and at everybody's your phone. Tweeting. Yeah, totally. And I'll talk about this. I'm actually going to talk about this as well. So anyway, publishing from the event. And what that's really good for is, is really a great way to find, to build a following and have people know you know who you are, particularly those that are attending the event, because you, you can use the hashtags, you know, you can cover a session. I mean, I've seen people do play, play by plays in conferences where you'll attend a session, attend a conference and, and within like 30 to 40 minutes, there's a new podcast episode out covering that, or it can be a day event, like covering day one, and then you publish day one after day one is over for the conference. So let's say podcast movement, you cover day one, you go to your hotel room, you publish that puppy out, it's out already, you tag everybody that's been at the event or that you interviewed. So you get a lot of people watching your stuff, right? It's really great for doing that. It's also another great way to gain more traffic because of the the spot on the spot reporting when the event is live. You get mm -hmm. a lot of people going to your website, especially put it there. Then, and um, people do start to know you for your coverage. So when they will also expect it. If you start to do a good job, people will expect it the next conference that you attend. So those are kind of two ways to do uh, podcasting uh, stuff. Then um, my next tip is to keep it simple because really gear can really get in the way of getting anything done. It's, you know, it's one thing to have the stuff with you <laughs> and it's another thing to do what you plan to do because the gear needs to be put together. The gear is going to take a lot of time. And there's just like Jessica was actually just mentioning this before too. There's a difference between attending an event and reporting it and producing at an event. There's mm -hmm. like, it's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And Jess was just saying that like she tends to kind of watch the Twitter streams and then want to see what everybody else is doing. And she's kind of, and I'm kind of the same way as well, but there's a difference between you. Um, and I've done this before where I've live tweeted like the keynote and there's a huge difference between live tweeting a keynote and totally sitting there and taking in the, the keynote. Yeah. Um, so you have to decide. You have to decide what's going to be, what's the thing. And there are different layers that you're going to miss. So there really comes a point when both of these can really flow together, but that really only happens with lots of practice. And since I'm assuming you guys are not like conference goers of like every weekend, then this is going to probably maybe your first time doing it or second time. So practice is really important. And when I say practice, also Crystal, my coworker, again, she had a tip and she was just like, just get your gear out and have your friends and record your mom or record your daughter or record your husband or record your best friend and just start to cover, start to use your gear, practice, because I'm telling you, it's totally different. Reality is different than the dream. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? So, because this is what I was imagining, Jess, it's like you start to daydream and I know that you're doing this too. You start to daydream about the result of whatever that conversation is mm -hmm. that you're going to be having with that key person. Like I'm going to corner 
you know, whoever, Mark Marin, as he's coming out of the bathroom, and we're going to have this conversation that's going to be amazing, like even just like five minutes and I'll record it and all this stuff. And that's like one thing. And then the reality is like, oh my God, he's coming. You get your gear out and you forget to press record or the thing didn't record or you didn't get him a mic or, you know, whatever. There's so many different things that happen and you forget what buttons you need to push. You forget what knobs need to be turned where there's so many layers. You have to get really to get the tech out of the way uh, and, and it will be much faster and it will get out of your way as soon as you're comfortable with it, which yeah. brings me to getting organized. Make sure you know where all of your hardware is. Make sure you have somewhere where you keep track of all the little different bits and pieces, depending on what your setup is. You have to have that and you're going to have to have it with you and it's heavy. So make sure that you know where all your media files are going and where they are. So I can, I can guarantee you afterwards, if you don't know this from the beginning, you're going to lose files. You won't be able to find them. Make sure that you have some kind of naming convention for your files so that you can easily find them, especially if you do a lot of recording during the day. So if you do day one, then you go like, P, you name it PM 15, uh, day one, and then the name of the person or something like that. You have mm-hmm. to do that because if you don't, I get, you're lose it. You won't find it. Uh, make sure you have an easy way to transfer files from one place to another. That seems kind of like, you know self-explanatory, but you, I guarantee you that there's a lot of people that don't really think about this. So hard, hard drives, or if you have a USB drive, or if you have a way to transfer data in another different way, make sure that you have that ability. Cause you're either, um, sometimes you need to have backups in different places. So this is super important for you to have that organization. Also connectivity, be prepared for everything. And, and when I say connectivity, I'm mainly talking about your ability to get online. Please yeah. don't rely on Wi-Fi being no. available to you. <laughs> I don't believe it was last year at all. No, it, it's very annoying. And a lot of conferences uh, conferences have Wi-Fi, of course, but they're, it's, it's so down. Sometimes it just doesn't work. It too. doesn't work. Yeah, it totally doesn't work. You can't get service on your phone. You can't get the information out. You, so don't rely on it being available to you. Just pretend it's not going to be there. And so that means be prayer for, for not being able to connect or to have your connection be lost right when you need to transfer the data. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's usually when it happens. So if you're planning on reporting or if you're planning on even tweeting out sometimes becomes a challenge. Just make sure that that's probably not going to happen if you can see that, or you need to have a solution. Like you need to find a place where you're going to work and things are really working, which means maybe you need to have a, a hotspot uh, all of your own and see that it actually works in that uh, environment. Time. So again, you cannot attend and cover an event. Well, okay, maybe you can, but you not well. Maybe you'll get you can get better at it. But I don't think that you really can. So you have to decide if you're going to be covering the the event or you're going to be a participant in the event. You can also, you know, you're going to have to pick and choose. And that's something that you can definitely do. You pick and choose what you can cover when you will be present as a practitioner or as a presenter or whatever. And when you'll be tweeting or podcasting or Facebooking or Periscoping and everything in between, because if you try to do it all, you will just have your face in a 
screen the entire time and you're not going to be talking to anybody. Right. So you will be able to do, and, and this is another thing, you'll only be able to do half of what you intend to do. (laughs) because crap happens, man. It happens. So you have to plan, plan, plan. What do you want? You know, especially about who you want to interview. So if there's somebody that's attending that you really want to talk with, that you really want to interview and you know that you need to get them on tape, then plan on getting them first. Do your best. Um, and, and what is in the most important information that you really want to get from the event? Don't start to think that you're going to be all, you know, entertaining and just get random bits of information because that never works out. Um, so now we're going to get into the stuff that you really need. So what you need, hardware and software. <clears throat> okay. So the basics, a microphone, a digital recorder, and somewhere to keep your recorded media. Those three things are basically the only things that you need. So like I have the ATR 2100 uh-huh. and I don't know, but cause I, the pile is over there, but I don't remember if it came with a cord that plugs into my iPhone. Would no. that be considered a digital recorder or should I have like, should, should I bring the ATR or should I have like a separate mic and digital recorder that I'm like putzing around with that's different from what I use at home? You have two different choices. So the microphone can equal... You're an iOS device, an iPhone, right? a lapel microphone. Which or, I also have. <laughs> yes, or a USB microphone. So um, for using a USB microphone with your iOS device, with your iPhone, you need to have a camera connector kit. You need to mm-hmm. buy that little thingy-majigger because that little camera connector t- kit sticks on the little um, lightning port of your phone. Yeah. And, oh. then, and then it gives a USB port on the other end. And that's where you stick your USB microphone, which is the ATR2100. You can do that. And it should have come... It's the same thing you have stuck into your computer right now. Okay. You can stick that to the bottom of your phone. You're going to have to test that though. Okay. So you can do it that way. Some lapel, lapel microphones, like I have a Rode, um, a lav, what is it called? Gosh, a Rode podcast. Oh gosh, I forgot. Smart lab. That's what it's called. It's called mm-hmm. a smart lab by Rode. And that one is really cute. It's a little tiny lapel mic. And what it does is you stick it into the headphone jack of the iOS. Um, and you, so you can't monitor what you're recording, but you can stick it in there and it has really great sound. You can move that back and forth as if, as if it is like a microphone. You can do it that way for iOS, or you can skip having a lapel mic or a USB mic and just use the iPhone, uh, you know, the internal microphone, which is a pretty decent one. It's just not going to be fully like the, um, the ATR 2100 is a dynamic microphone. So it's going to be really focused in on voices, whereas the microphone for the for iOS and some of the lapel microphones are very omnidirectional and a little bit more condenser microphones. So they capture a lot of the atmosphere, which is okay because you're you're not like it's it's a live conference, so people expect to hear um, that kind of yummy sound all over the place. Mm-hmm. You can do it that way, so you can keep it super super just with your iOS device, and you're done. A digital recorder is an iOS device, so your iPhone is a digital recorder uh, already. You can have a digital recorder 
or you can have your computer the way that we did it when we went um, to, yeah. you know what I mean? You can New sit, Media Expo. Yeah, the New, New Media Expo. You can sit down with your computer. You can set up a little chair somewhere and invite people to come and sit with you. And you can set yourself up. Like I had my computer. I had my H2N, which we used as a microphone. And you can change the direction of the microphone. So the H2N, which is what I use, has the ability to have um, omnidirectional as well. So I set it up so that I was picking up Jess and it was picking up myself in two different channels, which is really great and super easy. So that's another way that you can do it. Um, and uh, another digital recorder is the H4N, which is what a lot of people use because it has XLR inputs for like up to two microphones, which means that you would need uh, not you would need it. You don't have to. You can only use one microphone if you want. And the ATR2100 should come with an XLR. I think it comes with an XLR input as well. I think so too. And so that way you just need that. You can just use the H4N or the H5N, which is also the same kind of thing. And you can plug in many mics to that. Dude, that's $300. What is? The H2N? The H4N. Yeah, the H4N is a pretty big investment. And as But I actually, I would go for the H5N because that's the next... Um, the H5, the I think it's, it's not even H5N. I think it's just H5. It's $300. Oh my God. H5. Yeah. So oh my God. no, that's why I say stick to what you have. H5 or H6. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, the only thing with boss jock is that you need headphones plugged in in order to be able to hear it. I mean, I believe yeah. one of those you need headphones in order to use. Is it that one? I think it is. It so be. not that that's a problem, but it is if you're interviewing someone else. Because then you have no idea if it's like coming through and you have to... Exactly. So yeah, there are some things that you're going to have to sort of like set up with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then keeping your media somewhere. Again, it's the iOS device. You can keep all of your files inside of iOS or you can have an external hard drive with you, a mini hard drive or a USB drive where you can move your, your stuff back and forth. And of course, you kind of need a computer because there are especially for digital recorders, you need to transfer that data inside of the computer for you to do whatever. Now, in terms of, uh, let's, so, okay, so let's just say this. So you guys all know, Boss Jock is our sponsor. So anytime that way, but but we really, really believe in Boss Jock a lot. And this is why Boss Jock is so great. So if if you want to do this entire thing, just on your iPhone, you can totally do it. I mean, soup to nuts, just using boss jock. You don't even need an extra thing. So let's say you're using the internal microphone of your iPad or you're using the internal microphone of your um, iPhone. And let's say you do your interview. You can add music into it from the cart from within boss jock. You can mix it up, do whatever. But this is the key part. You can actually export directly to Libsyn from Mm -hmm. Boss Jock. Yep. So you don't even need a computer. Nope. <laughs> I know. You don't. You can export Great. directly and it actually goes into whatever wherever you want. You can even quick cast, which is a feature in Libsyn, which is um, where it sort of skips everything. And what you do is you add all of your ID3 tags, which we've talked about in the past, meaning that inside of Boss Jock, you name 
your file. It has a place where you can add a description within BossJock. It's sort of like in, embedded into the MP3 file. You can add an image inside of BossJock as well. And then whatever you put in there, so whatever you add as a description, that's going to be those are that's going to be like the description that goes into iTunes. So if you decide to put an export from Libsyn into the QuickCast file, it will automatically just poof, it's it's published. Like it's published in iTunes just from one place to the next. And your description is going to be your show notes and your uh, title is going to be the name of your episode. So it's really great uh, to be able to do it that way if you want to keep it simple. Of course, you don't have to do that, but it's really awesome. So just to kind of uh, touch base again, the iOS stuff, what you need for iOS is a microphone. You can use a lapel microphone for a phone, for your phone, or you can use uh, a USB microphone, but you do need the extra camera connection kit. And I believe it runs around $29. Um, and you use an app. We prefer Boss Jock, but there are other apps that you can definitely use. My biggest question that I would pose to you is the key thing about using a software app inside of your phone is being easily able to take that file off of your phone and have it go somewhere. Meaning if it has a connection to Google Drive, if it has a connection to Dropbox, you're golden because then it's really easy to get it out. But if it only has like email or if it only has like for you to have to stick it inside of your computer and then drag that thing. Believe me, I, there's been a couple of classes that I recorded for Elsie's yoga class that I was unable to move out because I used an app that could not export the size that I had in there. I had like, you know, a 90 minute class and I couldn't mm -hmm. take that, that file out. Um, so you got to notice that now, if you're not using an iOS uh, device, we kind of talked about this a little bit. You need a digital recorder with a mic out plus a computer and the mic out. Well, you can know that it's anything that has XLR inputs or outputs in there. And that's what you're going to be sticking in there or lab microphones. And the digital recorders that most people use are the R, uh, the Ederal R09, which is something that Cliff Ravenscraft really pushes and has in a long time. I think there's a new, excuse me. <clears throat> I think there's a new, uh, uh, version of the Ederal. The H4N is something that a lot of podcasters use. And I think the H5 or H6 is the next level of whatever that is. Um, and those are all Zoom, Z-O-O-M recorders. The Zoom H4N or the Zoom H5 or the Zoom H6. Um, I think that those are the newest ones. And, um, and, and then again, be prepared to lug around heavy things. <laughs> Yeah, because, because that's like, that happens all the time. So I hope I covered everything. Do you have any more questions, Jess? <laughs> no, I'm good for now. I'm just trying to sit, I'm sitting here trying to decide, like, I mean, the first thing you need to figure out, at least for me, is what exactly am I going to be doing? Because I don't yeah. think I want to do event coverage that much. I may go to some money making podcasting panels and then cover those, but I can do that later on my laptop. But what am I going to need to be mobile for? And I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to schedule maybe some interviews while I'm there with people. Like if I could get a hold of, you know, some successful podcasters and see what the number one way is that they've made money. And then if I am going to do that, do I really, do I need my uh, 2100? Should I I, I don't think the lavalier will be good because it'll mostly just pick up me. I don't want to spend $300 on a digital recorder. I'd rather just carry around and look like a newscaster. 
So then the question is, do I need the camera? Like, can I just get an Apple? There's one on Amazon that's just like an Apple. It says, um, Apple lightning to USB camera adapter. It's 30 bucks. Is that all I need? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's, that's what, what it is? is? Yeah. And then if I want to use my iPad, I have to get the old one <laughs> too because my iPad is like the kind with the, it's like the 20 pin giant mambo jump. It's an old iPad. Hey, you know what? I think I have, I, I have an have old, that? I have an old camera connection t- kit. Yeah. Okay. So then maybe I don't need that. Um, but then, and then I'm thinking, but I don't really want to schlep my, the thing is, and then we're getting into like, now we're going to get into my portion, which this is a good segue, which is what you're going to need in general at the conference. And I find that when I bring my iPad, it doesn't necessarily mean I want to schlep it around all day at a conference. I, I used to take more notes than I do now. Now I don't. Because I find that taking notes and tweeting about this session distracts me from listening. I can't listen if I'm tweeting and so on. So unless it's something super brilliant, I tend not to do that. So then I'm thinking, well, I don't want to get my iPad out every time. Ugh, it just looks like, ugh, this would just be better because the phone can be in your pocket. Um, So that's what I'm thinking. If I can just interview peeps on the fly, it would be good. I like to be spontaneous. I know, and maybe, you're, you're, and that's and you know what? That's really great because you are very good at that. I'm not very good at that at all. Like, yeah. I, I'm really good at planning stuff. So, like for me, it would calm me down to be able to say, you know what? I want to interview Dan Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I want to ask him these three questions about podcasting that I'm yeah. really interested in, and I will go up to him and say, like, Hey, man, I have these three questions to ask. Awesome, done. Whereas if I didn't have that in my head, I would never approach him. I would, I, will, I would just, I just wouldn't do it. I will most likely have the pitch in my head. Hey, I just started a new show. It's called the Money Cast. It's all about making money podcasting. Do you care to ha- answer a few questions? The person says yes. And then I say, okay, number one, what's the best or most lucrative way you've made money so far? What's the biggest failure you've come across so far? And do you have any advice for anyone who wants to make podcasting a career? I just did that right on the fly off the top That's of my head. so good. See, and I'm then, so not like that. But anyway, but go ahead. that doesn't mean I could do it in front of you know, oh, in right. front of Mark Marin. So that's why I'm going to have to memorize those three. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then, and then I'll be able to repeat it over and over and over. It'll be 50, you know, it'll be what, 10, 15 minute interviews and I can string them together for a few episodes. Totally. You can have that be a segment on your show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. If I get enough of them, yep. I totally could like on the fly podcasting advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so smart. See, that's <laughs> why we're a good team. Um, so yeah, so but but the question is how can I do that? How can I grab Katie Kremitzos in the ladies' room, you know, and ask her if she <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like oh my God. I can't do that by schlepping out my iPad out of my backpack. That's just awkward. That I think exactly. Those are great questions to ask because there are people who feel like remember when Chuck Joyner came up to us? Didn't yeah. he seem completely comfortable gear with all that gear? Yeah. Like he had, like there was a sense, like I felt okay with him putting the camera in front and putting the lavalier microphones on us. It's yeah. like he's done this so many different times and, and he's got a gigantor bag that he carries around. He is very comfortable yes. using that. So use the stuff that you know you're going to be easily able to take out. It's yeah, like that's if, the thing is that yeah. I'm, I'm going to get nervous and then sweaty and then angry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so angry. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sweaty and angry go together. So yeah. Yes. So yeah, but yeah, so it's true. Think out first exactly what you want to do on the fly and then secondly exactly how you're going to be able to do it without getting sweaty and uncomfortable and nervous. Because yeah, Chuck was very comfortable because he does 
as a video show. Like if you don't do this all the time, how are you going to whip it out? Basically is your, that's your question. How will I whip it out? Yes. And then the other thing that he was very good at doing and something that we have to be good at doing and the only way that we can get good at doing this is to do it is to monitor the tech to make sure that it's working and engage with the person that you're talking with. Yep. I have a very hard time with that. And that's one of the reasons some of my Elsie's yoga class podcasts didn't work very well. Episodes that I never aired because I, I was unable to focus on my tech and focus on the people that I was talking to and teaching at that time because it was going to pull me away. It's like the recorder stopped recording. You have to go figure out why. Yeah. Yeah. And and if it does that, then you have to completely disconnect with the people that are in front of you. And are you okay with that? Are you okay with, with, with holding the energy of the person you're interviewing while you're fiddling with your crap? Or is, is this something that you're going to be too overwhelmed at and not be able to figure out? You just simply did not turn on the power button because you're so nervous about doing it. Yeah. So silly. Yeah. So that brings us to what to bring to an event other than gear and podcasting equipment, yep. right? Yep, yep. Should we talk about that? We should do it. Okay. This is for podcasters and non-podcasters alike, um, but it is for tech. Most of the stuff here is for tech people, I think. Well, you know, anyway, let's just get started, okay? And then, Elsie, you can tell me whether or not these are things you've never done before if you think it's dumb. I would love to know. Um, <laughs> so I broke this into... So like what to bring to an event is too broad of a, ca- of a category. So I broke it into three. Stuff you need for the plane and traveling. Stuff you need for the actual conference. And then stuff to have like in your hotel room. Because those are... They're separate. I mean, and, and I don't... You know, if I just say highlighters... Like, where do you, you know, don't leave that in your room, that kind of thing. So I wanted to explain what, why I said each thing and what they're for. So the first one is um, noise canceling headphones. And I recommend that you um, invest in these. First of all, they're good for podcasters anyway, because you can't hear people mowing the lawn. And secondly, um, on an airplane, if you have really good ones, you also don't hear babies crying. I mean, you have to read lips when the wait, when the uh, stewardess asks what you want to drink. But for the most part, it's really good in not having your ears pop, not being uncomfortable. Also, if you want to sleep, you just put your headphones in your phone and turn on one of those white noise apps and you're out usually. I mean, I can't sleep on a plane, but if you're one of those people, then you're out. Um, I bring my own water or soda because that way I can just ask for ice and I don't have to wait for her to come around and melt my ice with her crazy warm sodas. Oh my God. So I just, <laughs> I ask for two things of ice and I take my own water or soda or gator, whatever. You, a lot of times I do soda on an airplane just because my, it helps my stomach stay calm. I'm not a very, I'm not a nervous traveler, but my stomach thinks otherwise. So like I get upset stomachs when I'm in the air and stuff. So I'm usually rocking ginger ale when I travel. Oh, and don't even get me started on a cruise. I'm a nightmare. Oh I'm so God. I'm so violently ill on cruises. I've we never obviously to go again. are not going to be doing what podcast no. paradise is. No doing. podcast cruises because I unless you like to see the green Jessica. No, she's not the Hulk. But she's no. not pleasant either. Okay, um, at least one snack that isn't perishable. And this is from me learning my lesson. Like I'll get to the airport and start grabbing like sandwiches and stuff, and then my stomach will get weird because I've taken off, and then a half hour later my sandwich is mush and gross and then I have nothing to eat. So I recommend that you, and you can pack this, you can actually pack this in your 
bag, people can't you? I think you can. Yes. As long as yes, as long totally. as it's not in your carry on, and you it's something that's going like, well, no, because you have a carry on that's your luggage. You can still pack food in there. I think. Yes, I believe you can. You can. you can. You can even have a little bag. Like I usually have a bag, an actual little bag. Yeah, like of pretzels just food. or yeah, pretzels, nuts, trail mix, any of that stuff. Stuff that will maybe has protein in it. Um, because if your perishable thing goes downhill, you're not left with nothing. Um, and also you may miss a connecting flight, which is another good reason to have a non-perishable snack. That's happened to me too. That sucks. Downloaded entertainment for a smart device. And here is why. Many times I've gotten ambitious and made a list of things I can take care of on my laptop without being connected to Wi-Fi, like write blog posts, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes traveling is so exhausting or you're hot or you're cramped and you don't want to take out your giant cafeteria tray MacBook Pro. And so like me, because I don't want to crowd the chubby guy next to me. So I end up, you know, not wanting to work because it's either too short of a flight or I just don't flipping feel like it because I know I'm going to be working the next four days. So I always make sure to download either a book or a movie or several since I know usually on the plane, I don't want to work. Some people, it's like the best time for them to work. I can do it in the airport. I cannot do it on the plane. That's just me. And then a magazine for takeoff and landing because I don't like staring at my hands during that 20-minute time period. And I'll just say this, as far as the stuff on the plane, the reason why all these things are important, one time I was going to Florida from Philadelphia and we we rolled out on the tarmac and then they were having storms in Florida and I got stuck 16th plane in line to take off and they were taking off every 20 minutes. Oh God. Which meant I was stuck on the tarmac for five hours (gasps) with no air conditioning, no beverages, no snacks, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. It was torture. It was torture. You need your own soda or water. You need snacks that aren't perishable and for the love of God, download a movie. You never know. Because what happened was that Florida storm, it moved north to Philly. So I was oh actually gosh. on the tarmac for nine hours, you guys. <gasps> That's So awful. close to my own car, yet so far away. Wow. Because <laughs> I was just stuck on the plane like a tortured victim. It was terrible. So anyway... Wow. um, that stuff, the plane stuff to me is important. I mean, I, I mean, it seems like no brainer, but if you forget some of those things and God forbid that happens to you. Anyway, maybe Elsie will post my list in case you guys are, you know, don't want to forget. Okay. Stuff for the backpack. I say business cards is number one. And I don't even make business cards until I'm going on a conference because it's the one thing people ask you when you're out and about, when you're sitting next to someone, you can't just open it, your computer and start following them or whatever. So business cards are important. They have to have all your contact information on them at the very least. You can't just write it down on a piece of notebook paper and hand it to the person. I mean, I guess you could, but don't do that. Don't be caught... um, You know, go to Staples, print them out yourself, have at least a hundred, at least a hundred. I usually give out a hundred, I would think, over a course of three days, don't you? Maybe less. Sorry. Um, That's okay. No, that's, I know, that's okay. Um, So yeah, definitely business cards. It's the only time in your life you're going to need them is when you're in a conference. Um, Tylenol. Tylenol because A... (laughs) They may not feed you during the day. And if you don't have time to go somewhere and eat, you may get a headache. B, you may be running late in the morning and not be able to grab coffee or breakfast. Just take Tylenol, have it in your backpack, because if you don't need it, somebody else will. Lip gloss. Um, I usually pack like eight lip glosses and stuff them in all different containers and backpacks because 
here's why. Because <laughs> at a conference, someone always wants to take your picture. And yes. don't be without lip gloss. I mean, seriously, like there's a lot of things that I pack because someone wants to take your picture. I don't want to be unpicturable at any point while I'm in the face of other people because you just never know when there's going to be a good like selfie moment and you're going to have to, you know, with totally. other people. I mean, you need lip gloss. Bring your chargers for your smart device, your laptop, and your phone, depending on whether or not you're going to take notes. And again, for me lately, I've not been wanting to take notes, but I still end up packing my iPad during the day in case I have some stuff I want to do or, um, you know, but, but you need chargers for that stuff because you may not be able to run back up to the room. And in that case, I also have like, um, besides chargers, if you have a keyboard for those items, like either an iPhone keyboard or like an iPad keyboard, bring that. Because again, if you have a big heavy computer like I do, it's annoying to schlep it around all day. It hurts your back and it just sucks. Um, do you know what Mophie, the Mophie chargers are? It's a f- something for your phone. It's kind of like a case and you can just turn it on, charge back up, turn it back off, turn it on, charge back up, turn it back off. It's wireless. That's usually helpful. I mean, sometimes there's, um, outlets, but, but a lot of times they can get hogged pretty quickly. So that's not good. Um, which brings me, and I have a, I have a, um, a list of stuff I Googled but didn't think of, but I'll just say it here. A power strip. Bring a power strip. Like even if it's one of those cords with like several different outlets, like people will love you for bringing a power strip. It's genius. Yes, Rob has a little device that I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, he has it. We're going to have to take a picture of it, or I should just like add it here and tell him what it is. But it's really great because that's exactly what he does. It's like he has this little device now. Whenever he goes into an airport or something like that, and he needs to go into a plug, and it's been and somebody's in it. He'll say, do you think I can put this on here? Because it has three or five different outlets. So he just sticks it in there and he serves more people instead of like just one person being able yeah, to perfect. get in there. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah. So definitely bring a power strip if you can. Notebooks and pens because maybe that's easier than the whole digital part because you don't have to charge anything. Sharpies and highlighters. This is not for your notes. It's for the program because a lot of times carrying around a program that's highlighted is easier than checking your schedule on your phone and also it runs down the battery. So if they give you a program, you can highlight the stuff you want to go to and where it is. And sometimes just yanking that out of your back pocket is easier. A change purse. This is because when I'm carrying around a backpack, I also don't want a giant purse. So like, I don't want to have my wallet and my key and my stuff all loose in my backpack. So I usually bring like a little mini purse that I can put like lip gloss, key, cash, credit card, driver's license, you know, and then, and that way I don't have to carry around my giant wallet with all the things I don't need. And I don't have to care, you know, and then have all that stuff loose in my backpack. And if I have to pee, I can just take my change purse out of the session rather than my whole, whole entire ensemble, you know, it's easier. (laughs) Um, and also like when you're going to buy lunch, if you're standing in a line, don't fiddle with your back, you know, you can just have your change purse in your hand. And keep your backpack on your back. Listen, these things are important. You're laughing. It's important. Hair ties, which doesn't apply to me, but if you forget hair ties and it's hot, it is Texas and Dallas. Dallas, Texas in, in, uh, August, probably hot. Bring a hair tie in case you have to go outside for any reason. What about a hat? I don't know. I have a hat. I was going to bring a hat. You and are? hair ties, of course. I don't hair think ties. you're going to see the sun, to be honest. Me, I, I agree with you. Totally agree with you, but I'm still taking my hat. Yeah, bring a hat. Oh, yeah. You know what? Last year, I brought a cowboy hat. You did. You look so cute. I might have to bring that again, even though I have short hair. I don't know if it looks the same. I may look like a rancher this time. But I might bring my cowboy hat. 
uh, bring a hat, but I like hair ties too. Of course. In your bag, your backpack for the event, you may want to have heavier makeup than you normally carry around with you to the grocery store because if there's no time to change or freshen in between the end of the day and the night activity, you may want to freshen up the eyeliner, the foundation, the blush, maybe change eyeshadow colors, whatever. So you may want a makeup bag or some loose pieces in there so that you can, you know, glam it up for the nighttime. And on that note, a top. But maybe something that you can fold up teeny tiny and it won't look terrible, like like not a bolero jacket, but, you know, like a top that you can maybe fold up and that will be thin in there. So, again, if there's no time to change, you can just run to the ladies, slap on some eyeliner, and then put your top, your different top on. Boom. Boom, shakalaka. Um, a media kit, which if you're looking for sponsors... Um, is a good thing to walk around with you during the event because if you happen to see like the guy from, I don't know, Dream Host or whatever, and they're, you think they'd be a good sponsor for you, you can hand them a media kit, whether it's printed or actually at New Media two years ago, I put them on USBs. I had a media kit and some audio samples of my show and I just Very handed cool. people a USB. Your schedule. Um, I do like to have a schedule on the phone just so I can look at it in the morning and see what I'm doing, what time I have to be places. They have two different, I think they're two, I can't tell if they're different or the same. So Podcast Movement has Bazabo, which is a, an app. You sign in through LinkedIn and then everything you touch that you like, you know, you can just add it to your schedule and then you can get, you know, you'll get alerts, 15, five minutes, you can set the alerts to go off. Um, I, and then I'm on the website and you can log in via Facebook and see your lineup. I can't tell if this is really coinciding with what's going on on Bazabo or not. I think what's happening, to be honest with you, because I'm logged in Facebook on one and LinkedIn on the other, is that it's showing me on my phone which things I've liked on the website, and then I have to still go back in and add it to my phone schedule. You have to still go in and add it to the calendar. It, they're actually pretty easy to use. It makes I'm making it sound more complicated than it actually is. But I definitely recommend that you sign up for those and get them into your calendar so that you can see on your phone if that is your, you know, preference, what you're doing that day. What is Bazabo? Bazabo is an app. It's an event app, which I've used for this and also the National Speakers Association. Basically, it gives you a calendar, your whole agenda, the ability to find other people to network with that are at the event with you. Like it has like an, an an area for community where I can see like, uh, oh, Amy Robles is going to be there. Oh, um, Christopher Hutton is going to be there. Oh, there's Dan Franks. There's Daniel Lewis. Like I can go in there and then you can either um, view their profile, view their Twitter, mark them as a lead that oh, you want to okay. follow up with later. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's okay. pretty cool. It gives you the agenda. It tells you where everything is, view all the speakers, a venue map. And then here's the sponsors. You can look at all the sponsors, check them out, go to their website. It's really neat. Very cool. Easy ABO. Cool beans. Super cool. Love now the that. other, yeah, the other stuff I haven't mentioned yet is is stuff for the hotel room. Long cords for your chargers in the hotel rooms. I find because very rarely is there a flipping outlet right next to the bed. And who wants to sit on the floor of your hotel room and do your work? You don't. So you need a longer cord. You can buy them on Amazon. 10 feet is what I recommend at the le- at the least. 40 <laughs> if you could afford it. I love that. <laughs> it's true. Totally. I mean, if you can, I mean, I don't recommend you pull that long cord into your back, but you definitely get for the hotel room. I always get long, long cords um, for your phone and your laptop. And then um, all the makeup you can pack. 
because it's the long day. And again, you don't want to be caught with, um, you know, not being photographed. If you wear makeup, don't wear makeup, just ignore that. Um, but makeup, especially concealer, especially eye brightener, because you have no idea how late those nights are going to be. You may get the dark circles. You may drink a little much. Definitely be able to cover that shiz up if you can. Uh, and I like to do, because there's a lot of pictures, this is just a technique I've learned. You know, eyeliner, eyeshadow brings out the eyes and makes you look less tired. So if you do a lot of makeup, at least do some mess, you know, if you want to anyway. I mean, look, if you don't care about makeup, then just ignore all this whole entire part. But if you do care about makeup, you just don't know what to take. That's why I'm telling you this. Concealer, eye brightener, eyeliner, mascara, and a neutral shadow like a brown will bring your eyes out, make you feel pretty so that you're happy to just smile anytime someone shoves a phone in your face. You'll be okay. Um, that said, makeup remover, the best. I like the Neutrogena um wipes they're in a blue container you can buy them at any drugstore neutrogena makeup remover it actually is a face wash as well but it takes everything off so you can go to bed and not have a messy pillow um so yeah a lot makeup remover wipes are really important especially because for me i'm piling it on so much more during the day than i ever do at home so i like the neutrogena wipes i usually do minimal jewelry and i and i do no necklaces because you're wearing the bag all day and I don't want my necklace and my badge to to disagree on my chest. <laughs> so I don't usually have <laughs> so I don't usually bring necklaces. I do I mean do fancy earrings if you want to get fancy. Um and then to that effect, let's just talk about clothes for a second. I always try to have like a color scheme. So like going somewhere like this for example, like I try to do if I'm gonna do glittery, black glitter, silver glitter you know, I, you know, I'll try and stay away from the gold and maybe I'll throw in a color like green or maroon, but make sure that everything matches so that depending on weather or depending on level of casualty, casualty, casualness, I can switch out what I'm going to wear and it's all pretty much going to match in my, in my bag. So like, I don't know what my color scheme is going to particular trip, but I do remember going to new media expo. I did like, like two years ago, I did black and maroon and gray and everything I packed was on some shade of that. And then all my makeup I packed was some, you know, some aspect of that. And then all my jewelry was some aspect of that. I packed black earrings and silver earrings. And that way, you know, if I need to change things up, I can. And it's not too much of a hassle. I don't have to pack too many things that are so separate. And that includes your shoes. But also you should have good shoes and that they're super comfortable. Don't pack heels. I mean, yes, we're not walking far, but you may be standing and talking to people for a long period of time. I mean, you don't want to be like limping by the time you're done. It still might happen with good shoes. And for me, it does. My feet are always killing me and my back too. That's just me. Last year, um, I wore super good, perfectly good, wonderful shoes and I was pregnant and I still got Charlie horse. <laughs> my only Charlie horse. My entire pregnancy was from standing up podcast movement. I remember terrible. that. I remember that. Morning. Yeah. Oh God, it was torture. Not that that'll happen, but like it just, it's a lot of standing. Um, I like to bring my, I mean, actually lots of hair gel if you use it, lots of hair products that you may not use just to make sure that your hair is behaving in different climates and different weathers and different temperatures from what you're used to. Lots of hair gel. I usually bring my, uh, my own soap and lotion. Now that my hair is short, I don't care so much about bringing my own shampoo and conditioner. If your hair is long and curly. Um, the way my hair normally is, I go and get, um, containers and bring my own because I don't trust, 
other people's shampoo and conditioner to do the job. Now it doesn't matter, but I still bring my own hair gel and my own soap and lotion because a lot of soaps in hotels leave my skin really dry and their lotion can either be so thick that it stays on my hand, the scent all day, or so thin that it's like I just splash myself with water. So I like to bring my own lotion and you should have lotion because a lot of hotels and especially conference rooms can be dry. You'll feel dry. Right. And then, um, extra contact lenses. I was speaking about this earlier, but like I always bring extra cause you never know, like if you're going to need to, um, not have your glasses on for a certain period of time. If one rip, sometimes they rip mine are disposable. If I have one pair per day, one rips one of those days, I'm going to have to look like a dork. So yeah, extra contact lenses are important. Um, always pack pajamas for hot and cold weather, even if it's August in Texas, because your roommate might really need to have the temperature on like 60 degrees and you <laughs> might freeze your tushy off because the other person, you know, to make the other person comfortable. I like to be the flexible roommate. So like that way I can pack like, you know, like longer pajama pants and a t-shirt or a nightgown if it's going to be warmer for that person. Um, and then I like to have candy in the room. I don't, I mean, I will admit that I eat candy when I'm home too, but like, I especially like candy in a hotel room just because, I don't know, sometimes you just need some candy. Um, especially when you're like working and you're sharing with people and it's just something nice to have in your mouth. Have you been talking all day? Candy. Candy is usually good for like re-wetting your whistle, kind of. <laughs> um, drinks. Same with the plane. Um, their water bottles are like $5, so you should probably have your own and just go get a bucket of ice and then just drink whatever you like. And that way you have a drink in the morning, you have a drink when you go to bed, etc. Um, and then this part's hard, like some kind of follow-up system um, because you're gathering business cards all day and if you don't go through them when you get back to your hotel room or at some point during the day, you may forget the next day who the hell that person was. So... I don't know if that means you go through your business cards at night and make notes for yourself for later, or you put them in your email, or you you know send emails to the person and just say, hey, just want to say great meeting you today and be done with it. But some type of follow-up system for all the business cards you're collecting. Um, and then besides the power strip, the other thing I Googled that didn't I didn't think of was foot care, mint lotion, band-aids, whatever. Something that you can, you know, if you do have foot problems that you'll be able to, you know, solve it relatively um, smoothly without having to go shower. And then lastly, LC, my number one tip for traveling, because I live with a very nervous traveler. And by nervous, I mean he's a complete control freak and can't stand to travel because he can't control anything about the day. I am the opposite. I know leaving the house that at some point, I will be delayed and or inconvenienced and I leave the house being okay with that fact. I am open. I am flexible. I am relaxed. If I can't eat this because it's going to take too long, I'm okay with eating that. If I have to sit, you know, switch and go to the window instead of the aisle, that's cool, man. No problem. (laughs) If I miss my connector, okay, we'll figure it out somehow. Just know the day is going to be annoying And then that way you won't go through the whole day stressing out about running to this place, running to that place, and this didn't work out, and that baby cried, and this guy was a jerk. All the things I've said, especially the stuff on the plane, is meant for you to be able to handle those things like with ease. Really, it's also a mindset like standing in line at security, don't check your watch the whole time, you might be late, you might not, hopefully they don't leave without you. If they do, you'll find another way to get there, man. It's cool. It is cool. It's going to be cool. 
you're cool. Just That's be cool awesome. all day. Right? Yes. It's so That's much easier said than done. I got to tell you. Stress. I am a cool traveler, man. Oh. I really am. You're not. I can tell by I'm you're not. saying it's easier said than done that you're yeah. not a cool traveler. I'm not a cool traveler. I mean, I try to be. Like, I look stoic on the outside. On yeah. the inside, I'm like a complete basket case. You are? Oh, yeah. My brain. Well, it's, I love it when things... about the most? Everything. Oh, my God. The line's taking too long. Oh, my God. The plane's going to be delayed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not going to be able to make it through there. Oh, my God. I'm not going to find something to eat. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go to... find something to eat. Oh, it's just crazy. Well, anyway, anything. That's why I like to prepare as much as possible, but I cannot stand delays. Delays drive me crazy. So what if you left the house knowing at some point today I'm going to be delayed? I already know it's coming. I know. Wouldn't it feel better, a little better, though? It absolutely does. That's why I was so excited when I uh, left Vegas. It was like yeah. the easiest, like I almost, I was like, what? I literally, I like yeah. walked in, they sent me through like some special, um, you know, when they check your body and all that stuff. Yeah. For whatever reason, they sent me into the pre-check line. They didn't even yeah. ask me to and, to take my shoes off or to yeah. look in my bags. I just walked in. The plane was right on time. No problems. I got there 15 minutes early. It was yeah. insane. See, I definitely fumble through security. I mean, especially if I forget one day and have like a belt buckle or some bullshit yeah. metal on my shirt or something, because then I'm always like, oh, I forgot. But like, for the most part, slip on and off shoes and usually get my a laptop out or whatever out beforehand and like you know i mean people push in front of me people push behind me <laughs> i just grab my little tote i do try to i mean i i'm still nervous and i fumble through it but like the whole time i'm just thinking i'm gonna get there these people can have their own problems it has nothing to do with me i'm just gonna get there whenever i get there and it's fine dude so just it's almost like a mantra. It's like it's like travel mantra. Good. I'm cool, man. It's cool. It's gonna be late. It's fine. I'm cool. Yeah, Everybody don't be a basket case. It's just yeah. It's just it's that's the way Scott is. And and actually one time we got in a fight because he wanted to eat one thing at the airport and I wanted to eat something else and he was telling me that mine was gonna take longer and therefore I couldn't eat it. And I was like, then I guess the plane away. And I just walked away from him in the middle of the airport. He was furious. Oh my god. I was like, sorry, dude. I'm not eating that. I got to go. And I just, I mean, it was like a food court type area, but yeah. he was so mad. But it's like, you control what I put in my mouth too, but sorry. But he's also kind of stand in the security line. We can't go, do you have your ID? Do you have your ID? Where's your ID? Is your ID out? Do you have your ID? I was like, I will, I will punch you if you don't stop it. Stop asking me. I've already showed it to you. It's in my hand. Stop oh it. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's crazy. It's a basket case. It's a control. It's totally a control thing. And like, just for a little bit to know that you have to give up control you know it's kind of like also an amusement park right like you know it's coming you just have to know that like for a minute there you're not gonna have control over whatever happens and just be cool with it That's i hear you the so end. we have a mantra the end. Good luck. we're gonna yeah. be all right yeah. everybody's gonna be, gonna be okay cool. you'll be cool it's cool man that's your mantra it's cool man it's cool man <laughs> all right all right all, all right. right all right so we will be seeing you ladies in a few days for Yay! all of you who are attending podcast movement we're so excited to see you please if you are still delayed please buy a ticket please buy a ticket to come and hang out with us um you can see it in the show notes uh, that are directly on your device wherever you're listening just look at the show notes there's a direct link from there all you have to do is tap that link and purchase and uh, if not you can go to 
to the website, shepodcast.com. It's episode number 59. So you're going to be able to find it there too. You can just click through there. Um, so please, we would love to see you. And if you have any other things that you feel we forgot, or if you have any comments or feedback on this episode that you'd want us to kind of cover in another time, or uh, maybe some things that you found really helpful are either mobile podcasting, you have some new gear you want to share, or something yeah. that you want us to know about that Jess didn't cover, which she did a very, very great list here. And we will have it in the show notes as well so that you guys can have uh, some of that. So thank you, everybody. You guys are fantastic. And um, we will see you in Dallas. Dallas, Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. We would not be having the most fabulous event over at Podcast Movement if it wasn't for our sponsors who have been and are the most incredible people that I think I've ever met. But it could not be possible. So we want to give you a big thank you, starting with Stephanie Pollock. Um, oh, my goodness, from Pro Project Plan, who can totally make your next big idea happen. You can find her over at myproplan.biz slash project. We all need a little bit of that, don't we? Karen Yankovic from Uplevel Media. And she can, oh, my gosh, I can't even tell you. She is, like, incredible with LinkedIn. And that is something that I think, well, a lot of us do. I know I need it. Like, I think I, I, I opened up my LinkedIn profile one, like, years ago, and I have not looked at it again. So, karenyankovic.com slash 30 days. It's C, I mean, sorry, K-A-R-E-N-Y-A-N-K-O-V-I-C-H. Carol Sanic, the Crazy Marketing Ladies podcast. And she does social media butterfly media marketing. Oh, my gosh. The social media butterfly media marketing is our company. So, if you're ready to fly with Carol and think outside the net, you need to go to Carol sanic.com and that is c-a-r-o-l-e S-A-N-E-K.com. Then we have Aliyah Williams, an amazing business coach. And you know, she's insanely talented at helping podcasters with like the crazy overwhelm. How awesome is that? So you have to check her out over at, I'm going to be, I'm going to spell it out for y'all. A-L-A-I-A-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S.com. Yes, she, you can find her right there. And holy cow, Lisa Smith. How would you like to get paid to train and travel the world? Isn't that insane? So she is from the seminarspeakerspodcast.com. You can check her stuff out. Lena Anani. She thinks that you need to write a book. <laughs> She's from Noteworthy Wisdom Podcast. She's an author and book, um, book coach. So... She's got all kinds of stuff going on. You can check her out over at NoteworthyWisdom.com. Tina Pettis from the Tenacious Edge. You can get some great social media team, yo. If you need some social media marketing done properly and uh, excitedly, Tina Pettis is your girl. Dr. Vivian Carrasco. Can't stand. This woman is amazing. I can't stand that smile. It's like she's got the gazillion what smile that's just going to make you just love being human because that's what she's about. So she helps friends and creatives and leaders around the world explore the world within to build a meaningful life. And we have the amazing Jerry Freeman with Connect Epic. 
over at connectepic.com. Holy cow, this woman can hook you up with finding a guest, being a guest on a podcast. She's like the queen of connecting people with opportunities and information at Christy Hausler. This woman knows like almost everything inside and out about podcasting. Uh, Check her out, teampodcast.com. She can take all of that pain that you have at producing your stuff and getting all stuck with lips and things. And I can't even tell you, this woman knows her stuff. So if you want to take that off of you, you need to hire Christy Hausler. Janet Eads, 317soundesign.com from the Brassy Broadcast. She's done some work for us. Love and adore her work. She's incredible with sound design. So if you need to hire her to get your, you know, stuff done for your uh, some editing or any of that kind of stuff, please go ahead and reach out to her. Um, and lastly, I just want to let you know that I am recording this in Boss Jock Jr. I have attached my little Rode uh, microphone, my little Smart Lab Rode microphone to the uh, phone here, and you might hear my little girls in the background, but there's also music in the background, so you can't really hear it. So anyway, I just want to let you guys know that that is what I'm recording in. It was so easy. I just stuck it in there, started recording, tap 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 added everything in there and i've got a beautifully recorded uh, little piece of audio that sounds peachy so uh thank you so much and we cannot wait to see you over at podcast movement see you later bye-bye <laughs>